What's up, people? Welcome to our brand new MMA Roasted Podcast. Me, Adam Hunter, here with the man, the funniest person I've ever met in my life. <laughs> For real. You are. You no. are. Greg Romero Wilson is the funniest person I've ever met in my life. Uh, and then I'm waiting for McCorkle, Don Fry. Uh, if he ever wakes up, he'll be here, um, suppose, allegedly. And uh, it's going to be a good show. You look nice. You got an audition or something? What's going on? Uh, I actually was making a little promo video for my upcoming uh, online workshops. So uh, you caught me right. I was like, "Oh shit! It's it's noon. I gotta I gotta go do the filthy stuff." <laughs> is it, is it, isn't it sad? Like whenever we look nice, it's because we're doing something other than like what we're actually doing. Oh, you look oh, nice. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Why would I? Why would I dress up for this? I'm not. <laughs> I don't even know if people watch the video part of this anyway. I know they listen to it. Yeah. 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 Most most of the time, I got on a cap because my hair is a mess. You know, I'm wearing like a sweatshirt because it's cold. I mean, it's just. You know, but yeah, so I'm trying to make a little video here. And Great, you're some time out. Old, man. I knew you 20 years ago. You look better now. So. <laughs> Can I tell you, you're starting to look more and more like a dad. Uh, thank you. I, pre- I, I, I think that's good or bad. I don't know, whatever. As long as it's a, a dad that other girls want to fuck. You know, as long as I, I, think, I think you're a dilf. I think you're as a dilf. As long as I'm a fuckable dad, I'm happy. You know? you know, can I tell you something? That's all I've ever wanted is like, I like, I don't, you know, I'm married. I don't want to cheat on my wife, but I would like girls to still want to fuck me. You yeah. know, I, I don't want to fuck them. I just want to go back to my room and masturbate to the notion that that girl would have fucked me. You know what I mean? 1000%. As, <laughs> as, as long as girls go, oh, I'd fuck that girl. I, I'd fuck what's the name's dad. That, I, as long as I'm like, you know, like that. Not, exactly. Well, I mean, I mean, not, well, I don't want them to be that young. When they're, when they're like 23 or something, you know? Like, sure. Yeah, of course, of course. Uh, Don Fry's with us, or I believe, right? Yeah. Damn. All right. The like, like Don Fry, I still get girls that text me going, hey, uh, do you have Don Fry's number? Like, chicks always want to bang Don Fry. He could be at his deathbed, and chicks are still going to be like, oh, I'd fuck Don Fry. He just has that, like, uh, that, 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 that masculine energy that chicks want to bang. Am I right, Don? Oh, hell, can you blame them? <laughs> you think, look at me. They're yeah. to me, you know? <laughs> now, I, I, I do feel like if you would have been, like, how you were now in the 90s, it would have been over because in order to get to you back then, girls needed like a VHS and they had to write a letter or they had to go where you were. You'd be so, like, if now Don Fry was Don Fry, he'd be so much, oh. more, accessible, so much more accessible to women. Yeah, he'd, he'd be just running through them left and right. But he probably wouldn't figure out yeah. how to use the internet. So I don't know. I think he would still be fucked. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, remember that cologne, English leather? No. If, okay, there used to be. Yeah, <laughs> it was like, I remember that. Remember that, Don? Exactly. You see one of those ones you would get in like a gift set from, from like, like Brute right. 
and Old Spice. There was English leather. If English leather were a man, it'd be Don Fry. So that's like when my wife did the registry for the wedding. I, I didn't know what was on it. And, and like my friends were like, I know you didn't put one thing on this fucking thing because there's nothing on this thing that you would ever even know about, you know, uh, except, yeah. for, except for the remote. Like somebody got me the remote, like a fire stick. I think Alan Juban, he's like, I figured maybe that, that's what you put on. I didn't even put the fire stick on it. Like I had no idea what any <laughs> of this shit was. I, didn't even know I, was saying, I, think, I think we got you a gravy boat or some <laughs> shit like that. Like, like it's on the list. <laughs> it's on the list. We're fucking buying it. So. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, meanwhile, so, a gravy, a fucking gravy boat. Meanwhile, how is how is yeah, like one of those one of those old creamers that was in the shape of a cow? Right, exactly. exactly. Mouth, so. <laughs> That's exactly right. It was all shit like that on the list. I'm like, okay, I don't know. I, I, but now I like find stuff. I'm like, this is nice. Where did we get this? It was on the registry. I'm like, oh, anyway. So I mean, look, you're talking to a guy who thought hors d'oeuvres was pronounced whore's divorce. So I, I literally was at a restaurant going, I'll take the whore's divorce. And they're like, oh, my God, that's so bad. <laughs> I also didn't realize soup du jour meant soup of the day uh, until I was at least 25. <laughs> I just, I was like, what, I was like, so what flavor is the soup du jour? I thought that was a flavor, uh, like French uh, onion or some shit. Yeah, this this thing that I'm like, well, I some days it is. <laughs> and you're, you're right. But that's exactly. I was always surprised when it wasn't the same. Everyone's like, I thought this was soup du jour. <laughs> my wife looks at me and she's like, how do you get through life? I'm like, I have no, I don't know. I have no idea. I, I remember one time I put like a bagel in, the, in like the toaster, uh, like the whole bagel. I put the like, smart. <laughs> yeah, and you, you know, and bagels are thick too. You probably had to really smash it down in there. That must have been a lot of fun to try and pry out all <laughs> burned at the edges. All right. What did you get for Christmas, Greg? Uh, what did I get for Christmas? Oh, I got a lovely new watch. The wife bought me a beautiful new watch. And uh, a few other small things. I mean, our major gift to, our, uh, to us, to ourselves, was the trip to London. So uh, that was the major gift. That's what we did. And Don, you? Oh, I got some cigars and, um, yep, uh, some cigars and bottle of booze and, uh, you know, good man stuff, you know, some bullets. <laughs> some English leather. Some bullets. Yeah. <laughs> Who got some bullets? A gallon of English leather, yeah. Do you even have a gun or just throw them at people and it's like, that's how fast they are? Like, <laughs> I just chew I just them up and spin them out at them. You know? There you go. <laughs> doop, 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 doop. <laughs> I, I, uh, man, so my, my wife got me uh, a speaker for the, for the shower, which is nice because I think it's yep. going to hear my music probably from my phone. And then, and then shelves because my garage has this shit everywhere. And I'm like, we can make this do such a nice little workout spot. But now I got to learn how to put up the shelves. So I got like a task, basically. I got yeah, yeah but it is what it is. Um, I got a well. Oh, I, women I love say, that. Women, women love coming up with shit for men to do, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> Not my wife. My wife gets stuff and is like, my my. The best thing I can do is get out of her way. Yeah. She's the project yeah. person. She's like, because she knows if I do it, she's just going to have to redo it yeah. later. So for me, it's the, <laughs> I'm a lucky guy. She likes doing all that shit herself. 
The one thing she did, the big gift she got me, which is kind of the combo gift, was my birthday Christmas gift, was she did buy me an electric bicycle, which I don't know if you guys have ever ridden an electric bike, but they're super fucking fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we rode them when we were in Maui earlier this year, and we were like, oh, my God, these are so awesome. They're hilarious. So she bought me one. They're not cheap. Let me tell you something. Very expensive. So that was, that was the major gift this year. So, like, do you even bang your wife or you just throw her the vibrator? She's going to have to do it all over herself. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. She's in charge of it. Exactly. I'm like, I'm like, let me know when you're done, and then I'll jump in there. And I'll I let her do the whole routine. I'm not even there. Yeah, I'm just a big finish. That's it. <laughs> you just jump around the bed going, we did it. We did it. We did totally. It. Like, I'm not even in the room. I'm like, okay, you get started. I'll be what? Just... Text me when you're ready, and I. Okay, come on in, and then I come in there, and then that's it. If my wife buys gifts for all her family, because we always go there, I have no idea what she buys. And then they open it, and they're like thanking me. They're like, "You shouldn't have." I'm like, "I didn't. I had no." <laughs> I promise you, I didn't. I didn't do any of this. Yes. Uh, by the way, so I had to work on a cruise ship last week, and we weren't allowed off the ship because of COVID, right? So we, we got to Mexico, the guests were allowed off, but, yeah. but, but we weren't allowed, which I'm like, first of all, so now we're, why would you want us to get off the show? I think Mexico, did, we can't even get into Mexico right now. <laughs> That's how bad America is. So like, cool. no, you can't even get into, uh, uh, and then I had to do um, seven shows, right? Three 30 minute PG shows. And the same people kept coming back to every show. Uh, no, Fuck. I mean, oh. Now, now, I did four different 30-minute dirty shows. That I can do because I can do a lot of crowd work and yada, yada. But I ran out of jokes at like, at like you know, the one hour, 15 minutes of PG jokes, you know? Right. Like, yeah, exactly. So it was like, what do you want for Christmas? <laughs> what do you want for Christmas? <laughs> you just turned into comedy Santa. <laughs> the entire show was me making fun of people's Christmas gifts. Uh, but they loved it. I mean, they were like, they had a great time. I made it funny, but... Jeez, Louise, uh, that was that was not that was not easy. Uh, at, at one point, like sometimes, like I'll like I a, a dirty joke, I'll make clean, right? So I do. I was looking at jokes that I hadn't done, and like so, I did a joke about how um, you know women don't wear too much makeup. You know, I knew one girl that wore so much makeup, we would take showers together, and it would bleed all over her face. At first, I wanted to kiss her, then she became kiss, right? That, that's the joke, right? So, but I I, I messed it up. I'm on a clean show, so the, the clean show I always go, yeah. One time, I was outside in the rain with a girl. And it started raining and it bleed. But I was like, uh, I forgot. I was so I was like, yeah, I took showers with the girl. I'm like, I mean, uh, she took a shower and I waited outside because you have to get clean, people. <laughs> Make sure you <laughs> the, the, the crowd was dying, thank God. And it was like, oh geez. Uh, so yeah, that was uh and then of course they and then I get on the ship and I go to my room. And there's a comic in there. The comic took my room, basically. He was in another room, so he took the good room. And he was butt naked when I walked in. I was like, I walk in, he's like, Whoa. I'm like, great. First thing I see is like a 60-year-old naked comic, right? And he's like, Oof. oh. And he's like, I got it. And my room had a bunk bed. So now I have like, I'm Oh, my bed. God. And, and this guy was like 6'4", so I was like, all right, I'm not going to be like, hey, that's my room. I'm not going to fight him for the room. Let him have the room, you know? But now I'm in a bunk bed, and they, and they, they block out all the porn. Wait, wait, was he an Australian comic? No, 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 no. Okay. Uh, he's a nice guy. His name is Chi-Chi Man or something. He's been on, like, like, like Leno, like, six times or whatever. So then, like, uh, then they block off porn. 
on, on, on a ship. So right. now I'm like, that's the one thing you need when you're by yourself all day. So I had to go on YouTube, on Twitter to find porn, but it's only two minutes, 20 seconds. The videos. So now I'm like racing. So you had two minutes extra to just sit around and watch the video <laughs> after you finish. Fucking sad, uh, man. It's it's uh, and then the night before I took an edible. I did my, my that weed show. I took a. You ever, you ever take one of these liquid edibles that you drink? Uh, I think that's a tincture. I think is what they call that. But. Oh my god! Like I took an, a regular edible and this drink thing. Oh my god! That's too I much. Couldn't move. Literally, I told my wife, I'm like, I don't think I can make the ship. She's like, you're leaving in a day. I'm like, I'm like I, I can't. I'm like, I can't move. I go, if I can't move, call the, call the hospital in six hours. Because uh, I literally cannot move any part of my body. Uh, and then I was fine 12 hours later. But geez, man. Have you, have you That's why I don't fuck with edibles, man. Because you can't. I mean, you think you get the dosage, and then it, it just wham, and and it's in you. There's no getting it out. There's no drinking coffee. There's no taking a shower. You are you are along for the ride until it's fucking over, man. I hate that shit. Don, you ever do an edible? Yeah, yeah. I, I won't do it again. There it is. Thank I you. Up, I was fucked up for a week. A week? Yes. You know, a week. Wow! Wow! Don, apparently you do. Apparently you do get used to edibles, sort of like smoking yeah. weed. So that after a while, you're like, "Oh yeah, I love edibles," but I, I'm not willing to put in the work to get to that oh. level with edibles. Fuck edibles! I'm not. You know, I took some with me on the flight just in case, and I never even touched them. I was like, I don't want to be too dosed on a fucking flight. Dude, so. this, this liquid edibles next level. I, I was like, I'm sitting there going, I can't. What if I can't, I can't do anything. I, I literally can't move. I cannot move. I've never, <laughs> like, I can't move. How am I going to drive? I got to go to the ship, this nap. Uh, but I would have loved to have been in your head for those 12 oh, hours. That must have been quite a journey. Oh, my God. But the shows themselves, I was actually proud of myself for doing seven different 30-minute shows. I was, like, legitimately proud. Like, because that's Oof. not a Yeah, that is that is not easy. That's a, You need a lot of material to pull that off, baby. Yeah, I was I was really, really, uh, I was really happy. I was super happy. All right, so we didn't talk about the Tyron, <laughs> Tyron Woodley fight. I know people probably heard about it. Quit calling it a fight. <laughs> you think he threw that fight? Yes. Really? Yes, you said it. He didn't throw any punches again. Like, what, <laughs> what else do you need to, to see? This guy, but he got a huge check, which is dollars. what he was paid for. Two million plus pay-per-view. But you think he let the guy knock him out? Yes. Don? We discussed this. This is exactly what we said. Don, did you watch the fight? No. No. All right. All right. Me neither. Thank you, Don. So Don came in. All right. So Tyron came in with 10 days notice. Uh, he was getting two million. Jake Paul gave him a Rolex for the fight. That was a little weird. Right, so then they had the uh, the first. It was pretty competitive. It was a, both of them weren't throwing punches really. Crowd was booing, tons of holding. It was it was a, a crowd, crowd was booing. Sounds great. It was so a, worth the it. The other fight was good. The, the one with the football player, the Frank, whatever his name is. That fight was great. Right, so now the crowd's booing him out of the thing. All of a sudden, seventh round comes in. Tyrant drops his hand. And Jake just fucking blasts him. Tyron falls flat. His legs went in different directions, his feet. He was out. Then he woke up and he's like, I wasn't done. I wasn't done. And I mean, he was done. It was, 
it was a crazy knockout. There was a million memes about it. Tyron himself was a pretty good sport about it. He went on on uh, Instagram and said, anyone that makes the best meme of me, I'll give five grand to, uh, which was a little mm. strange. I, I, I thought... <laughs> I thought maybe you would take it a little differently. Even Daniel Corbin. Well, you know, when you're paid and the contract says, okay, seventh round, come out and lower yeah. your hands so I can punch you in your face. And then you get up and check how long you were out on your new Rolex. There was a thing where tight work, but look, I don't think it was fixed. I don't think Tyron would fix the fight, but there was a thing where Tyron didn't like symbol, like he moved his hand. Stop, stop, <laughs> stop. Stop. It was fixed. We said it. We described what was going to happen, and then it happened. And we didn't even watch the fucking thing. I mean, you have to stop giving this any credence. Come on. I don't think so. Then afterwards, uh, Jake Paul called out Nate Diaz and Masvidal. Um, now, two guys that both fought at 155. Now they fight at 170, but this guy's 195 pounds, walks around at 210, 220. He's got to fight a a boxer and be a guy in his weight class because him beating up fifty five pounders that ever UFC UFC guys that are past their prime. I mean, not that Masvidal and ADS are. I guess they're past their prime. Um, it's just it's making the sport look bad. I get angry. I don't want to see it. It's building up Jake Paul. It's all bad. Uh, the whole thing is bad. But at the same time, you know these guys get two million dollars thrown in their face or more because they already got two million plus pay per view. I can see why they would do it, but I don't. I don't. I don't like any of it, Greg. Uh, I, 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 <laughs> okay, fine. Uh, Don, what are your thoughts? Hell, buddy, uh, I wish he'd call me and offer me a uh, four million dollar fight. <laughs> yeah, but you would never throw a fight, right, Don? Fuck. Four million dollars, I'll drop my hands in the seventh round. <laughs> See, exactly. That's exactly right. Everyone's willing to get. I mean, listen, I'll fucking throw a five for four. I'll do it for one million dollars. I don't fucking care, but that's what it is. And that's why. Why do you think he got a guy that he knew he paid off once who he could pay again? Nobody was clamoring for a rematch of that fucking bullshit. This whole thing, it's disgusting. It's well, bullshit. Even worse, uh, even worse, in Khabib's new organization. Uh, he has a couple fights that he signed. He has Kevin Lee fighting Diego Sanchez. I don't like this fight at all for Diego Sanchez. Diego Sanchez has lost, you know, 18 rounds in a row, whatever he's lost. He's gotten, he's gotten beat by – well, he lost at least, what, three, nine rounds in a row, but he hasn't looked good. He hasn't won a fight in a while. He just battled COVID. He finally dropped that crazy cult leader. Kevin Lee is still a dangerous man. Uh, very dangerous yeah. man, a very good fighter. I don't know why they're making this fight. Uh, it's, it's, I mean, it's not going to be competitive, and I don't want to see Diego get hurt anymore than he's been hurt, and I don't think this does anything for Kevin Lee's legacy of beating up Diego Sanchez. I don't, I don't know what, what's going on here. Why are we doing this? Is this a new – has he started his own fighting yeah, league? Khabib has the Eagle FC, Eagle Fighting Championship. Uh, <laughs> and he, he signed Rashad Evans is fighting. Uh, Gabriel Checkout, who's a good fighter. Rashad's another guy that, like, I love Rashad, but I don't want to see him take any more damage. Um, and then he fighted Kevin Lee versus Diego. And then he also had uh, he had Bigfoot Silva against somebody that was, like, amazing. But that fight's off, thank God. Uh, Tyron Spong was, like, one of the best kickboxers. Bigfoot Silva's been, like, knocked out nine times in a row. So I don't know what... <laughs> 
Eagle FC is doing? Can we get some younger guys or guys in their prime? Or come on. It, it seems like they start. First of all, it seems like fight leagues are becoming like cryptocurrency. <laughs> and anybody who just doesn't want to actually earn it just just opens their own and starts their own fucking fight league. And it also seems like it's you know they want to do it to develop the younger fighters and build their reputation. Yeah. But the only way to get people to tune in is to have a few names, quote unquote names, that people want to actually see fight. And that's how you wind up with guys like Diego Sanchez, who's, you know, well past his prime, has taken a shit ton of damage, probably should not be fighting anymore. But obviously, they're giving him a nice paycheck. So why not go over there if he can bring a few eyeballs with him? I mean, I get what they're doing, yeah, but, but this is getting out of control. Like, have him fight a guy like uh, Diego versus... Um what's his name, uh, felony or the, you know, crazy horse. Somebody who also is on a losing streak. Kevin Lee, yeah, granted, he lost a couple fights. He lost to the top guys. He, he also put a 170 his last time. I think he fought D-Rod, who was a fucking monster. He's only losing to monsters. I mean, two to five, he, was, he fought uh, Oliveira a couple fights ago. Like, what are we doing here? Kevin Lee. I don't know. I don't know what. I mean, they obviously must be offering him a ton of money to go over there to make it worth his time. But I mean, again, it's just people trying to buy eyeballs. I don't think it's going to work. I think the thing will. I mean, not all these can't all remain solvent. They're, half of them have got to go away. This is getting out of control. You know what? I think it's time to start the MMA roasted fight league. <laughs> Don, we're going to have the, we're going to have the bet. Yeah, Don is going to be in the opening night fight versus a feral cat. That is the opening night fight. And uh, Don, you will not be allowed to use milk. Don, are you in? Uh, bummer, man. Only, yeah. only one cat. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you want, you know what? You got, let's throw in three cats. Don uh, versus three go. cats. Make, make it interesting. Yeah, make it, make it interesting. And then I heard they Hector. Be pound there you go. Yeah, Bobcats. We'll throw in a, we'll, it'll be Bobcats. Are we going to have Hector Jr. in there, too, yeah. or what? Yeah, Hector Jr., everybody's going to... I want to fight in the new league! <laughs> no, <laughs> I want to... Yes, no, I, and I want to take on the elites! <laughs> you you bring me the elite, and I want to beat them all like little sheep, like the little baba bam And that is the new fight league, the MMA roasted fight league! All right, you're in, you're in, you're in, you're in. Uh, but By the way, so... um. I was going to say, you get a Bobcats off topic. Have you watched Tiger King 2? No. <laughs> Dude, it's the greatest thing I've ever seen. Uh, I'm like, I'm Everyone not. hates it. It's gotten such bad reviews. I haven't even bothered to turn it off. I'm like, I'm not watching it. I'm not watching Tiger King 2. It's like, it's a Tiger King 1, except you hate everybody. Like, there's not one. <laughs> like, Joe, Joe Exotic was the one guy that you end up liking, sort of, for some odd reason. And the girl we got on the podcast who, who lost her, her arm. Uh, yeah. Everyone on this, everyone on this show is an awful person. Is the worst. But you can't believe how how fucked up these people are. They're, they're unbelievable. I mean, it's unbelievable. And then they hire these guys uh, to find out if what's your name killed her husband. One guy is, literally says armchair detective. He's like, I'm an armchair. <laughs> <laughs> then the kids, the, the guy's kids, Don, who died, his, his, his three daughters, that they hire a lawyer who's like the funniest lawyer ever, who's basically the guy from Breaking Bad, uh, but like in like real life. He, he, so she goes on Dancing with the Stars, uh, Carol Baskin. Yeah, Carol Baskin. Yeah. And he takes out a commercial saying, do you have any information on Carol Baskin's killing her husband? They aired during Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> with the kids all like this. Wow, that is crazy. Dude, it's unbelievable. Then uh yeah, then then they hired they hired that guy. Then she fought they, the kids fire everybody. They hire a uh a guy who's a um what's it called again? He's a a detective. He's a what's a a, a fortune detective. Not what's it called again? When you think psychic? Oh, yeah, he's a they hire a psychic detective. <laughs> Oh, so it got even more legitimate. This is great. <laughs> the psychic detective, he's like, I can feel that someone was murdered here. And he starts crying. Dude, the whole thing is fucking insane. Like, you can't believe people exist like this. And then you're like, oh, dude, Joe Exotic was a cop. He used to be a cop. And then he was like stripping. He was a, he was a stripper for the mayor. I mean, it was, um, you, got, you got to see it. If you have a couple hours to fucking, uh, yeah, anyway. Uh, I gotta tell you, you kind of just talked me into it. I think I'm gonna fire it up now. <laughs> By the way, so Chael Sonnen, he didn't get arrested. He got a, a ticket in Vegas. He got detained in Vegas for beating up five guys. Um, I spoke to Chael about it. So I guess somebody was harassing his wife. Some dude was making fun of his wife's tits or saying all kinds of shit to him in Vegas, some drunk guy. And I guess Chael went to the guy's room and was like, hey, you got a problem? Sort of like wrestling the guy, like, threw him down and then guys jumped on him and but now it comes out to chael uh beat up five guys so uh yeah it was like and by the way five guys is one of my favorite burger places <laughs> yeah it's my favorite yeah i love that place i mean Don, exactly. well apparently he beat up a fucking ham sandwich so uh no five guys is fantastic so i i feel sorry for that location I mean, Don, what would you do if somebody was, like, harassing your wife and her tits? You did the right thing. He did the right thing, right? You're damn right he did. You're damn right. That's the problem, you know. People get fucking uh, rewarded for being assholes, you know, and they need to get punched in the fucking face. And without, you know, there's no reason for jail to, to go to jail or be sued or anything like that. Those guys started this shit, and then they, you know, they, they got what they deserved. A hundred percent. I think that's why he got a ticket. I think once the, once the, once the officers sorted it out, they're like, well done, sir. Here's the Vegas ticket. You just uh, show that to your uh, person at the airport. They'll take care of it. <laughs> I mean, that, and, but this is the problem I think with being a famous fighter is, you know, people see you out of Vegas and then, you know, to them, this is their shot at the title. They've been training back home at their little home gym, and they're like, oh, I think, you know what? I think I could take him now. And now this poor guy has to fight five dudes because one of them thinks that he's fucking got what it takes. I, it just, it's the, the dark side, I think, of being a famous fighter. First of all, though, his wife is, I've hung out with him and his wife. Don't him and his they wife. don't win, Hold on. They, they fucking, you know? Yeah. Yeah. They get their, they get their ass kicked, then they sue. Dude, right. Chael's one of the funniest people. So I go to Oregon to do a show. I'm like, hey, Chael, I'm in Oregon at Harvey's. You want to come to the show? He goes, where are you at, right? I, I told him the hotel. He shows up with his wife in a party limo, like one of those huge. Nice. He, he goes, hop in. So me and my friend hop in, takes me to the nicest steakhouse, like, in Oregon. You have to wear a jacket. He had to give me a jacket, me and Aaron a jacket. He's like, it's on me. I ordered the salmon, and he gave me the heart, because uh, I don't, I don't want to get too full. He goes, who eats the salmon or the steakhouse? Like, he just gave, gave me the hardest time about that. We went out. We had the best time. His wife was got drunk and started, like, 
heckling, like we're in the party van and she's like doing my act in front of me going, hey, what do you do? What do you, like, it was the cutest, <laughs> cutest thing ever. Uh, we got pizza at the end. He tipped the pizza guy like a hundred bucks. He's the coolest, nicest person. Chael is like it, one of the best people I've ever met in my life. So uh, for him to get pissed off. Yeah, he's a good guy. Chael, Chael's a really good guy. Yeah. Well, and Chael has a lot on the line too. I mean, he's a commentator, spokesperson for UFC, so he's he's got you got to really piss him off for him to risk everything just to beat your ass. You know, I have a feeling he probably tried to walk away from that and just realized, fuck this guy. Nope, he's gonna get what he gets. <laughs> Went and fucking gave it to him, and I'm proud of him, and I'm glad he did it. Well, certain things are off limits, man. Like your wife. Yes. Your, your wife and your. You kids. don't talk or touch somebody's wife. You yeah. do that. There, there's no. There's no going back from that. There's yeah. no. There's no. You know what I mean. We're not going to talk about this. Shit's going to happen. I mean, that's that's rule one, man. That's on that. Well, not remember also the fucking comic that punched me in the face at the haha that I ended up like yeah hitting a bunch of times afterwards. Blah blah. Like a year later, he comes to me. He's like, "Hey man, are we cool?" Like, no, we're not cool. You come up to me, fucking blindside me, and punch me in the face. Give me six stitches. We're never gonna be cool ever. Like, like yeah. that's it. You put your hands on me. Like, that's it. Like, we're never ever gonna be cool. Like, ever. Like, that's first of all, you can kill someone doing that. I mean, you could literally. There have been so many times I read stories where guy gets to a fight, one buddy hits the other guy, dude falls the wrong way, hits his head. He's either in hospital for life or he's he's fucking. That's it. You know, and like that's it. There's things that you can't come back from. This whole like I'm sorry culture. Nah, man, fuck that. Like certain things you can't fucking be so anyway. All right, let's talk about uh, uh, a couple other things. So, <laughs> Patty Pimlet is you know remember Patty the the call him the, the next big thing guy from England the guy from uh, he's like a McGregor he he the guy looks like uh, one of the guys in Oasis or like Scooby Doo's friend he has that long hair he, he he fought he ended up kicking the guy's ass he was getting his ass kicked the first he came back and won anyway he's fighting Donald Cerrone coming up. Oh okay, uh, that's a good fight then. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a tough fight for Donald, but I mean, so hopefully Cerrone, like, you know, beats him. Uh, uh, what was your favorite moment of 2021, Don, in fighting, uh, fighting wise? Fight wise? Fuck. Oh, not seen any of the, um, uh, Tyrone Woodley. Uh, <laughs> uh, yes, that's right. Fuck yeah. That's an achievement for just ignoring all that bullshit. Uh, I'm glad the crowd booed them, and I hope nobody pays for any of their shit again. I hope they've realized that it's just total bullshit now. What was your favorite moment, Greg? Oh, it was definitely Madison Square Garden, getting to see the Usman, uh, um, uh, what's his name, fight? Colby. Colby, Colby Covington fight. That, that whole card was a fantastic card. All the fights are great, from the early prelims to the headlining match. And especially the 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 Chandler um, Gagey fight, which opened the card, which to me that was a headliner fight and and just a dynamite fight. That was absolutely the pinnacle of 2021 fighting for me. That was, I think, that was definitely the fight of the year. My favorite moment was Pena winning, Juliana Pena winning against Nunez because everybody said she was going to get her ass kicked. See, for me, that was the lowest because all I could hear was fucking McCorkle and, you know, all the money he didn't bet on her because she was like plus 950. <laughs> <laughs> all I could see was, no, fucking no, oh shit, McCorkle's going to be so bad. 
That was a rocky story. I remember telling my wife, like, <laughs> nobody thinks Juliana could win except for Juliana. And that's she's and, like, you, and, and you and you and me and me and me and a couple other people. But that's the only one that matters. That's all that matters is the person in there, you know, and a couple other people. Like that, even that, like the fact that no one thought she could win and she came out and won. Uh, Don, did anyone think you could beat Ken Shamrock? Yeah, yeah. Mostly everybody did, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, were, were you the favorite or the underdog? Shit, partner. I think I was the favorite. Um, you know, the Japanese crowd, I, I was uh, not the favorite. We both had the same management, and I was not their favorite for sure. You know, they had everything bet on Ken. Yeah. I mean, how did you, how did you learn? He had so many submissions. How did you learn how to get out of all those submissions? Well, fuck, when, when you learn how to do them, then you know how to get out of them, you know? I mean, yeah. it's, just, it's just one of the, one of the byproducts of, of learning the move. Yeah. But you weren't but you weren't known for your grappling. I mean you were known for your striking, you were known for your wrestling, and he was like the most dangerous man. He knew like what the man of ten thousand submissions and shit. Uh I still can't believe when he fucking you didn't tap to that like toe hold or leg lock. I mean how how painful was that, Don? It was a heel hook, you big dummy. Yeah, heel hook. heel hook. Right, 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 right. It was painful. <laughs> it, it still still hurts today. Wow. Hurts today. That's it. But like during the time, did you know that like was your was your heel out of was it broken? No, no, just no. The ankle, um, the ankles were broken. You know, it was just like I said, just a hairline fracture, just just a flesh wound. <laughs> flesh wound, just a flesh wound. Jesus Christ! Did did, did you hear a pop at all or no? Yeah, yeah, you didn't hear a pop. Yeah. And, and then you, you can really feel it. <laughs> you can feel it too. You know, so. So, but, and then, you know, I mean, I, yeah. But you got so much adrenaline going, you know, at the time, uh, you really don't know, don't feel it. You know, you don't concentrate on it. And, but, you know, I, I strutted out the, strutted out of the, out of the arena. But once we got through the curtain, you know, I'd grab my, like two guys, two of my guys, you know, and and they had a drag. They drug me, literally drug me back to the locker room. You know, my my feet were just you know like uh, two skis. You know? Oh. <laughs> wow, that's fucking crazy. I mean, I mean that's happened to me after shows, but that's because. That's because the weed and the alcohol hit at the same time. And I thought, I got to yeah. do my closer and get the fuck off this stage before I fall off it. It happened to me in Modesto. And uh, I didn't know what 151 was. <laughs> and the crowd kept buying me shots at 151 while I was on stage. Ooh. And like, I'm like, I'm out of it. Like, I, I, I don't think I can get the last five minutes out. Uh, so did you guys watch the Black Beast fight? No. All I saw was... <laughs> The little video that McCorkle sent of him taking off his shorts. I guess he took off his shorts in the ring, and and uh, Michael Buffer was just like laser eye fucking him, <laughs> just like Bruce Buffer. Bruce Buffer was just like, oh. <laughs> so the Black Beast. Okay, he took out his cop, uh, his, his his cop. He 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 uh, he uh, beat a cop. This guy this guy uh, Dalkus. 
it was a good fight. It was one of those things where I kind of had a feeling that was going to happen because the, the way to not beat the Black Beast is go punch for punch. You're never going to go punch for punch with this guy. You have to either wrestle him or just kind of like, like Cyril Gaon, just circle, circle, and just hit him and just get away from him and tire him out and frustrate him. You go punch for punch with this guy, you're going to lose almost every time. Uh, and that's what happened. Uh, the guy was like, all right, let's, let's see how we can do against him. And he got knocked out. Bilal Muhammad beat Stephen Thompson. Um, Thompson may need to hang it up. I hate to say it. He's a, he's a good fighter, and I think he'll beat a lot of guys. But I don't know. I mean, but Muhammad, Bilal Muhammad is, is right there. Angela Hill, I thought, won and got fucked again. Uh, it's like her fourth different split decision that she lost. Ugh. Uh, Cub Swanson ran through Darren Elkins. I mean, he destroyed Darren Elkins. And Elkins is a tough guy, and Cub made it look easy. And then there was a guy named Dantel, Dantel May, uh, Mays. He actually he beat a Parisian. He had him down at the end and started humping his face, almost trying to, like, knock him out with his cup. Uh, hmm. Yeah. And How I, did Bruce Buffer react to that? <laughs> yeah, he climbed over the cage. <laughs> storm, he stormed the cage. <laughs> next, next. Dude, let me see if I can find it. Uh, yeah, me next, me next. <laughs> and, 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 and and the guy that I actually um hold on, and the guy that it happened to, I like posted like this guy really because the guy I did it was a, was a black guy. I go, well, he, he's really using a six inch reach advantage. And the guy he like, oh. and then the guy he did it to was like, that was me under there, and I was yelling, "What the fuck?" <laughs> I bet I'd be like, "Hey, are you trying to fight me or fuck my mouth? What the fuck are you doing?" It was it was so funny. Uh, I it's I called have, the hot dog submission. I I don't even know how I feel about this. Hold on. Oh, here it is. Hold on. So uh, I wish Don could see this. All right, ready. All right. So the hot. Yeah, let me know what you think of this submission right here. Uh, ready? I, I don't, I don't, I don't wish I can see it. <laughs> oh my god! It's unique, creative strategy. I mean, okay, Don. Just so you know, they're in North South, so they're already sixty nine, and he is straight stall fucking this guy. <laughs> football, and nothing goes better with football than turkey and betting. Bet online has you covered all holiday season. More props, odds, and lines than ever before. Okay? Bet online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this Thanksgiving. You got to head to their new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus with promo code CLNS50 to receive your bonus. It's not just football. Okay? Bet online has pro and college hoops. They got NHL, they got boxing, UFC, even your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet Online, we're stuffed with deals this Thanksgiving. All right, let's get back to the podcast. Hold on a second. Stop the video. Uh, yeah, there go you on. Go. All ready. And uh, yeah, what did you what did you think of that, <laughs> Greg? Wait, wait, Don. What were you saying? 
say, how, how do the announcers make the call on that? You know, uh, how they, they go, what is, they go, what is this? <laughs> then he, I think Bisbee goes, uh, he's being very creative with his strike. <laughs> <laughs> Next time I'm just going to tell my wife that I'll be like, like, what are you doing? I'll be like, I'm being creative with my striking. Dude, the, comment, dude, the comments I got uh, just on my Instagram alone on that, like, so hold on. If you follow me at Adam Comedian, because I, I like posted that, and some of the comments were so funny, uh, especially from like black people have the funniest comments on Instagram. <laughs> somebody goes, well, somebody goes, uh, well, oh, somebody goes, uh, the guy who goes, he goes, that's me under there. Literally yelled, "What the fuck?" <laughs> the guy that happened to uh, a lot of bra. He goes, uh, uh, Jay Phillips goes, hell no. Nah, what part of the game is that? <laughs> Uh, a lot of things uh he goes at fight they said it'll be fun they said (laughs) (laughs) well it's almost like you know who was it that was throwing shoulder strikes they had him in you know pin him against the fence were legit punching him with the with the shoulder it's almost like he took a cue from that i was like oh yeah i'll just use my dick (laughs) somebody goes you're not allowed to groin strike but they didn't say you couldn't strike with your groin (laughs) (laughs) pretty much exactly he goes, they should have checked his oil at the same time. I hear that makes for an explosive finish. <laughs> oh. Someone said, face fucks aren't illegal. <laughs> like, Apparently not. Oh, my God. Uh, submission by front face, skull fuck. Talk about being skull fucked. What kind of move is this? Ayo, uh, that's the cup of death. Uh, six foot long. Someone said, I'm tapping. Uh, yeah, he goes, he lives up by either fuck him up or you just fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> either fuck him up or you just fuck him. Oh my God. I love yours. Yours is still the best. You really use that six inch reach advantage. Yeah. Boom. Yours is still, a, you're, you're the best joke writer in the business, bro. Uh, that you're was the uh, best joke but, writer but, in the but business. Like, literally, I was, I was dying laughing though. Like imagine like you didn't watch MMA and you just would see that. You're like, what the fuck? And listen, it's bad enough, So, especially when a fight is, like, all clinching on the ground the whole time. And then when they get into north-south, it's just like, oh, come on, guys. I'm trying to eat a fucking nachos here. And then that, it's like, okay, forget it. I can't. I, that's, that's just uh, it's a bit much. That's a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Amanda Nunez is going to Amanda Nunez is going to steal that move, you know, and use it for the next time. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it was effective. I mean, they, they, I liked how the guy that it happened to, John, Parisian, was like, that, yeah, that he jumped in on the car. I was like, that was me under there. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> he should have bit it. He should have just bit it as hard as he could. I mean, would you have blamed them? I don't know if I would. No, I would have. And listen, prison rules at that point. Jeez. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was that. That was rough. I mean, but it was uh, entertaining as shit, though. Um, if you don't get the fight bonus for that, <laughs> uh, so anyway, have you got the booster shot, Greg? Of course. Yeah. Now, what do you? I, I was going to get it today. What do you got to do? Just walk into any right aid of CVS? Yeah, pretty much. Just go in there, show them your card that you're already, you know, you know. Uh, you have to bring your card with you. Bring your original Vax card with you because they have to fill it out, you know, for the third shot. And that shows that you've already had the other two. And then they just, yeah, they just fill out the thing and then you get it. It's really not that big a deal. Keep in mind, though, day two on this is much like day two of shot two, which is you really feel it the next day for most people. Some say they feel nothing. I was wiped out the next day, but just for the one day and then you're fine. Do you need an appointment? 
No, you do not. Okay, got it. Uh, Don, did you, you get yours? I'm going to plead the fifth on this. <laughs> yeah, he got a shot of whiskey and followed it with a shot of tequila. I like how Sean McCorkle takes shots of everything but COVID. <laughs> I mean, everything but the COVID shot, but, but the uh, whatever, vaccine. Everything but the vaccine. Now, uh, by the way, on that ship, though, like a lot of people were getting uh, – by the way, somebody – they um, this guy that gave me the intro – so the main guy in charge of the comedy club, he went to the bathroom. So they had some other guy fill in. Those were always the best because the guy goes, uh, hey, everybody, um, the main guy had to go to the bathroom. Uh, this next comic, uh, he goes, make sure you get your vaccine. I don't want you guys to be dead by New Year's, right? <laughs> oh, my God. It was, it, was, it was like a black guy from South Africa, from, 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 from Zimbabwe. Black guy from Zimbabwe. He had a, like an accent. It was hilarious. And then he goes, uh, this next comic – uh, he's been on some stuff. Give it up. I was like, oh my God. So I just made fun of him for five minutes. I go, here's what just happened. The guy goes, this guy's taking a shit. You're all going to die tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. And then here's your next comic who's done something. Yeah, it's like, what? The best, there was one guy one time at, at the HaHa, ha, Mexican comic. I go, hey man, can you uh, just tell him I was on Comics Unleashed? He goes, this next comic was on a leash. I, I go, what? Jesus Christ. <laughs> What's the worst intro you've ever gotten? Oh, geez. Ah, so many bad ones. I, let me try and think about that for a minute. Um, oh, no. Okay. So I've, when I was going by the Greg Wilson, okay, yeah. you know, it was a brand thing. It wasn't supposed to be, it was just a brand because Greg Wilson's such a common name. The Greg Wilson was supposed to be the comedian. So, and so I would tell people, like, just be sure and say the the part. So most of the time, when, that would, when I had to tell them that, they would get there and go, so this guy apparently oh, wants God. me to introduce him as the Greg Wilson. So here he is, the Greg Wilson. I got that quite a bit. Oh, that's annoying. The worst by the same token, if I did great, I always knew how well I did by the way they would recap my name at the end. Because they right. needed to come up and be like, the Greg Wilson. Or they'd come up and go, Greg Wilson, everybody. That was Greg Wilson. <laughs> oh, my God. There was, there was one time I bombed so bad early on. I think it was Liam McEnany. McEnany, yeah. It was a nice guy. But we did, like, I did some alternative show. And he goes, I bombed so bad. He goes, good up for Adam Hunter. Good looking guy. <laughs> like, that was <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I couldn't even get mad. I was like, that was kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, uh, but like I, I never shut on people though after they they, they bomb. I, I just cause I, it's happened to me, and and I like, you know. So I don't. I don't no matter how bad it, it does, I'm just like. I, I used to all the time in the comedy contest. I used to host the comedy contest at the Haha, ha, only because Terry loved it. Terry, the owner, thought it was hilarious when I would make fun of these noobs who thought they were all superstars. Yeah. And so, you know, they would get up there. I mean, they'd have all so much attitude. And then they would get up there and tank. And, and Terry just loved it when I would. Because essentially I had to save the show 14 times in a row, you know. And so I would do it by just kind of making fun of what just happened. Dude, I was, and the more I did it, the more Terry loved it. So I just kept doing it. I mean, it, it is funny. Dude, I was booked one time on uh... – uh, it was a, a gospel comedy show in New York City. It was me, Bill Burr, and Hamburger. 
Oh, uh, a it perfect was at, gospel show. And it was it was at uh, CB, I forgot, it was in New York at BB uh, King's on mm-hmm. Easter, Easter Sunday, right? And some guy named Faceman or something. Anyways, this woman came on and sang Swing Low, Sweet, and she was, black woman, she was so bad. Like, it was like painful. Like, like she, her voice was horrible, but it was like, wow. but you couldn't say anything because it was like, Easter, whatever. Easter, yeah. And she's trying but, to be all, you like, know. Somebody carry me home, right? So then Hamburger goes out after her. He goes, well, somebody just carry her home. Just get her a cab. <laughs> get her out of here. She thought it was horrible. Dude, the crowd was on the, people were crying, like rolling around. Like, and she's like, you're the devil. You're the devil. She got really mad. But I'm oh, sure. It was so funny. I mean, that was just beyond, I was. You I was, know, nothing goes with Easter. <laughs> Like stand-up comedy. Nothing's funnier than Jesus raising from the dead than throwing some jokes at it. Let's just throw some jokes at people's most sacred day. You know, whoever booked that show was stupid. I did a show one time in, at a, I forgot where it was. It was in like upstate New York. It was a college sponsored by the Cancer Society. And they had a video of all these kids who had cancer. And at the end, they all died. It was like a five-minute video. Oh. And it just had like their names. It was like three-year-olds dying of cancer. And then they're like, time, he brought me up. The lights went on. Everyone was fucking crying. <laughs> like the whole crowd. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Maybe we should play this after the show. Like, like I couldn't think of a worse time for comedy. I, was, I went up at one and there, it was a corporate event and they were, uh, the catering was completely fucked. And they were just, the woman comes backstage and goes, okay, some of the people are still eating. Some have finished their food. Some are still waiting for food. Everybody's angry. Let's just start the show. I was like, this sounds great. This oh, is going to go uh, great. Bur- oh, Burping ground. Yeah. 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 I did what a life. Getting, thanks for the warm up, getting them in the mood. Yeah, really. Fuck. Let's go over green. <laughs> exactly. Everyone's pissed. Everyone's mad. Let's just start the show. Me and Issa McCraw did a show one time, and it was in like Riverside on New Year's Eve, and there was a fight. A fight broke out in the crowd. Like literally, two two people started like throwing down. And yeah. then Issa was on stage, and started doing commentary. Like, oh, good left hook by like right hand. He goes in for a double. Like he actually did commentary during the fight. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> like you gotta be fucking kidding i had that happen and i didn't do i didn't know what to do but then of course in the i recapped it what happened like four times it was uh it was that was that was actually on my youtube a fight breaks out in the crowd it's a lot of fun it's quite uh, a, it was an epic riff afterwards it went on for like 40 minutes so according to uh chris weidman as well as sean o'malley tyron woodley's legacy is tarnished now because of the jake paul fights uh, yeah, but it was already ruined from his singing video. <laughs> he had a legacy? <laughs> he was a UFC champion. He beat Robbie Lawler. He beat a lot of guys. He beat Damian Maya. Uh, he, he, yeah, he, he, had, he had a legacy. Uh, yeah, but you know what? Fuck his legacy. He's sitting on $4 million. He can buy a new legacy. And that's what, yeah. and that, and that's what he, that's all he's thinking right now. Like, okay, well, goodbye, dudes. You can come visit me in my gated community. Thank you, legacy. Yeah, but so, he, had money. he had money, though. He had money. It wasn't like he was dead broke. I mean, he had. He so it. you think, I mean, it seems like, I'm sure, and, and again, I'm sure he made as much in those fights as he made as an entire MMA UFC career. 
Right. I mean, but what do you think that as far if as – not more. He probably made more. Right. But, but he was looking at like – he was talking to me about having like TV shows and movies and all this other stuff. Do you think that's still up like, – he can still do that? You think people are still – Well, like, he hasn't done it yet, so I don't think any of that stuff came to fruition. Right. Right, right, right. He was in a couple months. I mean, that, that was the stuff that was when he was hot. When he was hot, that shit. But, I mean, now he's just a retired fighter. So, I mean, he took a couple of big paychecks on the way out. I don't, and, you know, he isn't the kind of, like, champion that, that you're going to remember, in the, you know, right off the top of great fighters in UFC. So, I, I don't think he gives a shit. I, I think he's going to be sitting there counting his money going, fuck my legacy. So, uh, yeah. a, guy named, a guy in the, in the NFL, Le'Veon Bell, right? Yeah. Um, so, he, he called out Jake Paul during the fight. He said, fight someone that can really box like me. Uh, everyone that hates the guy. Well, did he get uh, domestic violence or something? What happened with him? Le'Veon Bell? Yeah. No, he just, he just uh, kind of ruined his own career by sitting out a season to get a bigger contract and then came back and was terrible. So now uh, they're trying to make him versus Tyron Woodley in boxing. Uh, who, who, is oh. <laughs> who is that fight? No one. <laughs> there ain't, yeah, there ain't the fucking audience. <laughs> Do you, now, Jake Paul said he'll, he will sign Le'Veon Bell versus Tyron Woodley. Uh, any, any thoughts on that? Or no? You know what? I would like to see it just to see if Tyron Woodley throws more punches. Because the more he fights that actual guy, the more you know how rigged the other fights were. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. And then also, uh, Kimbo Slice Jr. got signed to do celebrity boxing. He's looking for an opponent. Uh, wide necks that'll fight him. I, I think. He'll, I, mean, he'll, I mean, he actually had fights though in Bellator. He's a, he's a pretty decent fighter. He'll just kill Wide Neck. Uh, but they're looking for someone to fight Kimbo Slice. <laughs> Kimbo Slice. <laughs> so stupid. What? This isn't real. It's so dumb. This is what it's created. This is what the Jake Paul thing is created. Okay, yeah, so let's get, uh, yeah, so, uh, you know, <laughs> I was about to say, let's get Horshack, but they actually did a fight with Horshack, you know? Like, he died. He, he's, he's dead. He's dead now, I know, but he did one of those stupid celebrity boxing things, too, you know? Yeah, Him and Dustin Diamond, who's also dead now. Yeah. So, I mean, it's like, this is just, uh, stop it. Stop it. Um, all right, there's a thread going on. Is Brock Lesnar the least skilled heavyweight division one champion in history? Uh, yes. What do you think? Thoughts? Don? Yeah. I don't know. Are you talking about uh, as a college wrestler or as a fighter? What do you what? Uh, The threat is, okay, uh, something underground. He goes, uh, Brock Lesnar, he's, is he the least skilled? He's super roided. Did he win this fucking title of pure power and fear? All the videos he's so far, people someone waiting someone to attack him. I'll keep looking. Uh, I no, I mean he was crazy skilled wrestling wise, right? Uh, he had okay right, jiu-jitsu. Right. His striking was pretty bad, um, but I think he had the Fortunato of coming into it when the heavyweight division was still pretty thin. You know, I mean, a lot of the really good heavyweights were aging out. There were very few new ones coming in. So he got a, you know, he kind of had this great window of opportunity. And the only thing we learned was that he couldn't take a punch to the face. Well, he beat Randy Couture, who was beat a lot of great guys. Yeah, but a lot of it was him just laying on them. He would pin them no, against Randy, the fence. Randy, he actually outstruck. He actually landed a big one on Randy. And then he beat Frank Mir. 
Right, when he pinned him down and beat his face like a fucking, you know, made it look like a hamburger. But again, a lot of it was just him using his weight to pin guys down. I, I, I don't know. I would say he didn't have a lot of great all-around skill because when he did get punched in the face, he, he, he folded like a fucking cheap table. So Well, because he didn't train with Don Fry. Don would have fucking, you know, he, he could have trained with Don. He, he was there. He was in Arizona. And then Mark Kirk kicked Don out of the room. Some bullshit. So dumb. So dumb. Right, Don? Yep. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's why uh, that's why they they consider him the least skilled. <laughs> <laughs> no one think about that though. If Don had trained him, he might be one of the greatest heavyweight champions of all time. Yeah, that's true. So he would have learned real skills, real MMA fighting, and he could have been a long time like reigning champion, setting a record for wins. I mean, if he would have just done that, but you know, he went out there and just bullied, tried to bully people, took a couple shots in the face, and fell apart. So, so you know. Dan Dan Hooker and John Jones are going at it. <laughs> Basically, what do you mean, like like that North South face fuck thing? Like, like that? So, all right. So <laughs> after Chael Sonnen got you know detained. John Jones, you're right. Chael, I'm not going to sit here and celebrate you getting battery charges against a female last night. That would make me like you. Uh, not like you. That would make me like you. Yeah. Uh, and I'm nothing like you. Instead, I will wish your family well. I wish the victim's family well, too, right? That's sort of like, uh, you know. So then Dan Hooker writes, uh, 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 I was triggered by your disingenuous attempt to bring attention to Chael's situation. He was arrested for defending his wife. You were arrested for assaulting yours, right? So Yeah, and you also can't be the bigger man by announcing that you're going to be the bigger man. <laughs> That's not how being the bigger man works. If you're going to be the bigger man, you just don't say anything. You know, you don't be the bigger man going, I could say this, but I'm not saying it. But I could say it, but I'm not saying it. Like so that's, then, that's not how that works. So then Jones writes, every opportunity you've had to yourself to make uh, closer to your boy Izzy, you would drop the ball. You can't achieve greatness, so you hop online and attack someone who has. Sounds about right. So then Dan Hooker wrote, life hack. If you don't beat your wife, family events will be more enjoyable. Merry Christmas, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, He's not wrong, though. That is, that, that actually, that holds water. That, that's, that bears weight. That's, that's, that's true. That's very true. And then Dan, I guess, has fought at heavyweight years too yeah what would you say what'd you say don i think you'll probably have more of them throughout the years too yeah really yeah yeah it's, it's crazy so that's, that's true a, story that's a, that's a really weird feud though dan hooker uh so then and then and then someone wrote a thing uh, you get arrested for beating your wife uh i get detained for beating someone who beats their wife we are not the same <laughs> Somebody- <laughs> John John Jones can't win, man. I mean, I mean, he's got to just shut up and fight. And, he really, uh, exactly. Like he he doesn't have a leg to stand on in any of these arguments. Like like stop with the Twitter, stop with the tweets. Like enough, enough is enough. He's a great fighter, and you know he, he might be a good person. I never I met him, and he was real nice to me. But from all the shit, alcohol is not his friend. Uh, which he had, drugs are not his friend. Um, you know, let's let's get sober and let's and let's fight. And let's- well, I mean, he's another guy that again could have been the great one of the greatest champions ever. Could have had the longest run of defending his title, but instead got distracted by everything outside of the ring. 
and all and it destroyed his his career you know I mean, but he still is also 34 years old he's still young i mean he's a yeah young i mean when you look at some of these and he didn't take nearly the damage that a lot of these older fighters who are still fighting took well, i mean he, he didn't take hardly any damage really so dude, that, dude, if family, he got himself having, together he could absolutely still fight at the highest i did having three boys and two are in the nfl and one is the champion of ufc i mean how talented is that fucking family Okay. No uh, that is, I mean, that's a family and a half. Like, as yeah, as get me pregnant, please. <laughs> I want to have a little meal ticket. Fuck yeah. Oh my, get you pregnant. Uh, God, if you were, <laughs> I don't even know how to even start this. What to even say? <laughs> um, so what are you doing for New Year's, Greg? I will be at the comic strip in El Paso trying not to get COVID. So that's what I'll be doing. That seems to be the big challenge. You may, it looks like you managed to survive the ship without getting COVID. So that's good. I mean, I've done, it doesn't think I've done some shows. I, I mean, I took the London trip, which there was that, I mean, that was very risky. That show I did in London, that was 250 people packed in a tiny little basement room. Like it was just no mask going, you know? So, I mean, I was like, I was like, well, I'm getting it. I'm getting it here, but I managed to not. And so, so far so good. So uh, hopefully I can manage to dodge a few bullets in El Paso too. It seems like this variant isn't as dangerous though. Uh, well, it isn't. It doesn't seem to be as as violent on your body, but easier to to get. It seems highly, highly transmissible. They said no Americans have died. Like more Americans have died from Alec Baldwin than of this variant. You know, like that's, you've been saving that one. Was that uh, <laughs> yes. all weekend? You've been saving that. I thought of it today. I, I was like. <laughs> I throw that one. I throw that one away. Really? <laughs> I figured, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Don. I figured Don would like that. Don didn't like that. Uh, I've all nah. the people. So, so. Hey, we, we work on the delivery on that or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think delivery was the problem. Uh, yeah, it just, it just didn't go over with the bang like you thought it would. Uh, of course, Don. What do you got for New Year's? What are you doing? Oh, I'm either going to go up to uh, Denver or um, go back over to San Diego. So it's a coin toss at this moment. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. What about you? What do you got going on? I got shows in Cabo, the Cabo Comedy Club, um, which, Greg, let me know if I'm going to help get you in there. Um, I'd love to. Yeah, I'd love to go down and do the that. Guy Is that. The Roosevelt guy. Oh, okay. It's the same guy. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would yeah. love to get uh, involved with both. So that'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One thousand percent. I'll see him on Thursday. So I'm doing the Cabo Comedy Club. I um, was wondering because because I know there's there's a comic we both know uh, who's been doing shows down there. So I didn't know if this was his new venture no, this, or not. This is, I'm doing their show. <laughs> I got I got in trouble almost. But I'm doing. I, I'm, I'm getting book, I get booked more in Cabo than Hollywood. Uh, I was I'm, gonna say because weren't you just down there doing I'm shows? Doing, I'm I'm there January thirtieth. I'm at the other Cabo. Uh, place. I'm doing. Yeah. I'm just like, what, 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 what am I going to say? No to Cabo? Someone says, hey, Fuck yeah, no, go. Have a ball. Absolutely. It's not up to me to. It's not they, my want, they want him to come back and return to silverware. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I, I, love really, it. I love you. You've turned into a drug mule. You just keep getting booked in. I just keep yeah, getting booked was, in Cabo. I don't know. They just yeah, they hand me these two suitcases. They tell me to bring them back to the United States, and that's it. Yeah, there's a female comedian who I love, an older female comic who's been on everything, yada yada. She's working on a cruise ship, and she's like, "Hey, well, I, I got off in like Ensenada." She's like, "Can you get me some of these drugs?" I was like, "All right." And then then I'm like, "Fuck!" Like, 
I'm bringing her back on the ship. I'm like, I might get arrested. And she's not going to be like, oh, by the way, I, I fucking tossed him. I'm like, I'm, I'm on a fucking Yeah, mind. what are you doing? Yeah, the, the answer is no. No, I can't. I have a family. I didn't think about it until after I'm like, they're doing, they're doing security. I'm like, there's dogs. I'm like, are you, what am I doing? Like, I are, her initial, to, are her initials L-A? Uh, no, it's, uh, it's T, uh, TV. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, that, that's funny, though. Uh, have, a, have, a, have a great new year. You guys are the best. Take care. Love you guys. Take care. Love you guys.